Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another Love Soul podcast. Today, I have a really great guest, uh, Mr. Jade Everett Mayhorn. He's, uh, I'm going to read his bio, but first of all, he's done so many things. Like when I read his bio, but I also know the things that he's done, like on Twitter and all of his other stuff. I was like, man, this guy, I don't know how much you've done it, this in just your short span of life, but Jade Ever Mayhorn is a spirit guide, a soul engineer, and business development digital marketing consultant, a graduate of illustrious Prairie View A&M University in the field of chemical engineering. He aims to awaken millions of lives around the world with his messages of unleashing the God within and seeking inwards for your answers to life's toughest questions. So welcome. Appreciate you, Bessie, welcome. man. Great opportunity. I appreciate you having me on. It's so great to have you here. And when I first started um, following you on Twitter, I it's so funny. I got your uh, ebook, Unleash the God Within, and I was so interested by how you were presenting, um, you know, the way to inner love and and creation and all of that. And um, it was an amazing book. And I think I read it a couple of times. And then I just realized while I was looking for it in my email that I didn't download it from your old platform. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, because I wanted to refresh myself again, but it's okay. I think I got the gist. <laughs> um, but since then, you've also done webinars to help people. Um, you've got a podcast where you have several, you know, tens of I don't know, maybe even a hundred guests. How many guests have you had? Well, so far I've had about 20 guests or so. And oh, okay. I thought clips you... of the video. Okay. That's awesome though. And they're, and that really plan just, works. Yeah. Really just putting this message out into the world. How, what happened? Tell me your story from this chemical engineering from A&M to this wonderful spirit guide. So, um, man, where do I start? Life. Um, so I guess what got me into like chemical engineering, so my brother and my sister are computer engineers, and then my sister, my brother has a master's in computer engineering, and my sister has a master's and a PhD in electrical and mechanical engineering, wow. so me being the youngest in my family, I kind of didn't know what I really wanted to do out of life, and this kind of like set, like, just kind of give like a little context to how I, um, how I got into my spiritual journey, so mm-hmm. I go to school. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew I liked chemistry, but I didn't really know about like engineering anything. So I was just like, oh, I'm going to go to school and do chemical engineering. It's crazy to say it like that. But that was really like my decision making with That's it. funny. <laughs> yeah. So I go to school. Um, I go to, went to Prairie View. Uh, I did that. Uh, it took me five years to graduate. And then um, around 2013, my senior year of college, um, me and my cousin had this dialogue with his granny about like religion, about God, about government. And these things just started just at this time, it just sparked this thought in my mind. And then I watched this documentary called Zagais and it literally blew my mind. It made me question everything that I ever thought, like it was crazy. And so like, I, and at this time I was on an internship for Texas Instruments. And so I worked for them, the company that makes calculators. So I was interning with them for about three months and living in Dallas. And so along this journey, I'm researching, questioning everything, using everything that I've learned in my engineering classes to find the truth. Mm Because that's all I really wanted. All I really wanted to find is truth. And like, I felt like I had been told uh, lies or have truths. Like, um, I don't think that people maliciously did it. Well, not the people that taught me. But I thought that what I've been taught was have truth. So I needed to go find the answers for myself. And so going along that journey, I graduated from Prairie View. I started working for my, I started working uh, in the engineering field as a process and equipment engineer. And I'm just like, this is not where I need to be. Like my soul is just like, I just feel like getting tugged and pulled in so many different directions. And so yeah, that was kind of what really set me off and going into it. And then I started experimenting with psychedelics and then started uh, researching different religions from uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, Christianity, Taoism, um, like everything that I can get my mind 
everything I was just reading, everything, trying to understand this whole aspect yeah, of life. Yeah. Like, and um, started changing the way I ate, started changing the way I thought, started changing a little bit of my habits. And then, and I don't know, uh, along my journey, I started picking up uh, writing and I hated writing, you know, and that really started to help me figure out my answers because along the journey, I'm trying to go through everybody else's blueprint. Like I was trying to follow my brother and my sister because mm-hmm. I've seen them have what was to them a successful life, but not to me. Well, it's successful, but it's not how I saw it. And right. so I had to figure out my own answers and I started writing. And then those, though that my, my writing started to turn into books, into affirmations, into just content that I wanted to share with the world. You know, it helped me. So I just felt like I can help people with that. That's so cool. That's really cool. <clears throat> and it's so interesting because, um, I love listening to the journey, like the awakening journey that people have, because every single one of them is so different and so unique. And like mine, I was sort of forced into my awakening where I didn't really have a choice. It's like, it's almost as if I waited so long that the universe yeah. was just fed up with my shit and was like, no, you're being shoved into it. Now. <laughs> yeah. And I love how you did it because, and I mean, such a Sagittarius energy for you to do this, but you were, you know, seeking to find out who you were after all these years of being like, you know, la- you know, wanting to grab from other people's stuff and like, this doesn't feel right. Why doesn't this feel right? Mm-hmm. They can do it. Why isn't it right for me? Even yeah. though you could do it. I mean, you probably weren't bad at many things. Yeah. So um, I really love that journey that made you, that had you go in into that direction. And when you were writing those books, did you ever think that you were going to like publish them and make them eBooks and like put it out into the world the way that you did? Nah, I honestly, it was like, I was reading these. So I started reading books, like Think and Grow Rich, um, Conversations with God. It was books that, that, um, that were saying just write, you know, so I can get my own answers, you know, like that's, that was genuinely my intention was just to figure out what I needed to do because like how I grew up my mom like she it was more of a like you're going to church like you know in the south you're going to church mm-hmm. you're going like we go to bible study youth meeting choir rehearsal Sunday school 3 30 service so I was indoctrinated with all of this 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 have truths I'll say yeah yeah and so but on the other hand my dad was this more like hit, awakened being like he questioned everything he left breadcrumbs for uh me and my siblings to kind of follow he never forced anything on us but and so it kind of gave me this like duality like mm-hmm. like like God was really really like solid in my life like I really believed everything that I you go on to church but I also had this like childlike curiosity, like, ah, it's something else out there. I just got to figure this thing well, out. And, yeah. And like, cause I was, I searched for a higher being when I was younger, like my parents didn't go to church or anything. So I actually started going to church with my grandmother on my own when I was like seven. I mean, I just yeah. did it on my own oh, and nice. yeah. And so I, and, but what I remember from that indoctrination, because I, because I put it myself into it, I thought this is for me, this is what I was, I, but I was just searching for that higher source and that higher yeah. love. And, and now I know that, but through the years and my teenage years and being in like the teenage Christian groups that I was in. And then even when I was a young adult and I was like a high school ministry teacher, like I was really in the church. Yeah. And I realized when I felt wounded, like the first really big wounding of my young adult years, how much I resented God, the yeah. God that I had learned about from the church. That's the God that I told, I was like, I don't, because they had put it in such a form that it was like my father and mm-hmm. I didn't like my father. My father wasn't even around. Like, mm-hmm. why would I, you know? And so yeah. I felt very betrayed by the God that I was you know, that, that, that whole, that the Christianity, yeah. you know, and I had gone to Baptist church churches and I went to a Episcopalian and Pentecostal, like I spanned yeah. <laughs> the Christian religion to see where I fit. And I mean, it really wasn't, there wasn't a spot for me. Yeah. No, I, fu- I fully understand what you're saying because they give you this, this view that God is something outside of yourself. Yes. When people are really looking to remember who they are, you know, like people know innately that 
I believe that people know innately that they are a part of God, but like these things distract them from it. And I went through the similar journey uh, through my awakening uh, back in 2013 when I saw that uh, documentary, like, like I said, I started to question everything and God was the, the main, the main corporate, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, like God's not real. Jesus is not real. Like I went yeah. through my, my whole question in religion, but my whole journey came back full circle and it was like, no, God isn't only something outside of you. It's something within you as well. Right. And you have to remember who you are to, you know, to feel this connection that we're all looking for. You know, everybody's looking for a connection. They're looking to feel whole. Mm-hmm. And these these religions, they teach people that you aren't whole. They're teaching you that God is something you got to pray to a middleman. Mm-hmm. Every, every religion yeah. is the same. Like they have a Jesus, the Buddha, and you have Muhammad, to ask, Christian. You know, when you ask for forgiveness or when you're saved and you place yourself in the hands of a dead. Of somebody man, else. And that's not right? where you want to be. You exactly. want to have somewhat control over your destiny and who you are, you know, and putting your hands in, in like in somebody else, you know, like I always think that they left us a good group uh, I feel like each uh, religious messenger left us a great blueprint to yeah. follow, you know, and that's what I feel like my books are, you know, like all I'm doing was doing what I, I'm listening to the messenger instead of, you know, instead of just the message that somebody else is giving me from them. And okay. so they wrote and they shared, they shared their message. And that's what I, you know, that's why I, what I aspire to do with, you know, with Unleashing the God Within. Well, and your message really is about finding that love, like, and it's, and it's not even the search for it because it already exists within you. It's a remembering. Yeah. And it's just taken away all of the layers of the bullshit that the world told you to, to think about yourself as, you know, and it's so true that some people have much more difficult paths than others. And I'm really big on reminding people that it's the amount of suffering that you allow yourself in a lifetime. And that comes from the love that you have within yourself. Cause Mm -hmm. I don't think that anybody who chooses not to suffer has not gone through a great amount of loving themselves first, because there's just so much of that. So um, just tell us, tell me a little bit about, or just tell us a little bit about unleashing the God within and the, the, some of like the most important points that you think for people to really look at when they're going through their awakening. Cause a lot of people are doing that. How it's happening right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, I feel like unleashing the God within is, is a thing of where we're all sleeping gods and goddesses walking around here you know, and we're in the process of awakening, you know, like people talking about staying woke and waking up. I honestly believe that that is just understanding that you are a soul. You're the soul inside. You're the God, you're the divine, you're the divine being inside. And so it's really finding practices to help yourself remember who you are. That's that's really simply what I believe it is and some things that I feel like has helped me remember who I am along the way is finding finding um finding different practices like meditation yoga um eating better because these things help clear away all the toxic all the bullshit as you mentioned that that's been kind of ingrained in us you know like I felt like, cause in college it was crazy. And I'll just tell you a story about this. And like, this is my unleashing the guy within like process in high school. Like I was an athlete, I played basketball. So I was pretty in shape. I was 175 when I graduated my sophomore year of college, I got up to 250 pounds. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, so I gained all of this weight because I was like, mm. so first off I got hurt. Uh, playing Mm -hmm. basketball and so I couldn't do what I actually loved like basketball was my first love I still love it to this day I referee now um but I got hurt my freshman year and like my hoop dreams they all like I couldn't do anything with them I was gonna play for the school and with my two best friends and we was gonna do all of that and so once I got hurt like I didn't know what I was gonna do like I was just like man I'm just kind of here and so like (laughs) I started eating like 
like I started eating even worse food and I couldn't like work out to do, you know, I'm eating McDonald's, Jack in the Box, yeah. MSC food and all this different uh, bad stuff. And so I got up to 250 pounds. Wow. And so, um, like once I graduated and started working, like, and I'm on my journey. So I started uh, learning about Dr. Sebi and uh, alkaline diets and just eating more fruits and vegetables. And that's when I really got on my smoothie. That's when I got on my smoothie game. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the things that I really started to do back in 2014, 2015. I was making smoothies every day. Mm-hmm. And so, just researching this stuff, it made me want to eat better. It made me want to do better because I, I see the world. Like I see all of these, mm, like just these negative aspects of life and how people are suffering, you know, and it's like the best way I felt like I could help people not suffer is to be a better person, do better myself, you know, eat better, think better, meditate, yoga. And so like, I feel like those tools really help me to like calm my mind, clear out the bad energies and start to fuel myself with some good stuff, you know? And it's like, I start to feel really connected with people. And it's like, I'm able to have better conversations. I'm better, I'm able to manifest my life in different ways. I'm able, like, you know, writing books. Like, I never thought I would have did that. Like, I always had people write stuff for me and like, you know, like I wasn't one that wanted to write. Like I was good at math and science, but I never wanted to write. I never wanted yeah. to do any of this stuff. But you and do so, it very well. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> appreciate you. And it's like it's it's something that I just speak from my heart. You know, like all mm-hmm. I do is like even when I talk to my family, my friends, tweet, you know, podcasts. It's like I just want to share a little bit of my journey, share a little bit of my heart, my soul, and maybe it inspire somebody. You know, it might yeah, not, yeah. at least, yeah. you know, at least I'm getting to feed my own soul by giving it away. Yeah. And it's like, people don't want to give stuff away. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, they, you always want to receive what you don't want to give. And it's like, people want to force stuff on people. Well, And, and I know, feel like that's where a lot of suffering comes from. Yeah. Well, and my partner and I were talking the other day about how, when it's like a reciprocity thing, you have to think of it in your mind as everything is energy. So even mm-hmm. if you're given out, you're not going to get the energy back in the same exact way that you put it out. You're going to get yeah. it in some other different way. So, you know, when we get into that, that like whole, you know, I'll scratch your back. If you scratch mine, it's yeah, like, yeah. for me, like I can't be in that kind of box. I'm like, mm, but see whatever kind of reciprocity you have expectations of me, I'm not, I can't do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's another thing is, you know, people are really, we place a lot of expectations on people these days as well for no reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I, I only think that people are doing what was done to them or what they see mm-hmm. through like their parents and through their parents, parents and like school, the school system, the religions, right. it's like, they teach you that you have to do something to get something, you know, like, I always use this example, like religion says, if you don't do, uh, and like, I didn't get this, I didn't create this. I I, I heard this in, in like a podcast or something, but religion say, if you don't do what I say, you'll go to hell. And school say, if you don't do what I say, you'll go to jail. I mean, you'll, you'll go to jail. No, you'll fail. Mm-hmm. And so, and then it's like all of these different things say, if you, if you don't listen to what I say, you'll go to jail. You know, it's like yeah. all of these different things that say, if you don't listen to me, you, you, you're not, it's not going to work out. But like, the thing is like, once people actually listen to themselves, because people innately know the answers. And then it's like, we try to get this, like this twisted morality that's been like taught, that's been like given to us. And it's like, we try to live in, like you said, like live into that expectation box that people try to fit us. in. it's like, nobody fits into it. Nobody fits into our own morality boxes. Right. (laughs) You know? And it's like, when you think about like your own humanity, your own divinity, then you start to make decisions in better ways that can help influence your life for the better and help influence the lives of people around you for the better. It's like, what makes the most sense? You right. know, not and what's it's the different most for everyone too. That's the beautiful exactly. part is that we were all given these unique gifts. And when we get to tap into those unique gifts, you know, that's the blessing because then we get to share yeah. it with everybody else. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That all of that, all of, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Because I was saying, because like, if if you don't tap into your own gifts, you'll be trying to live somebody else's reality. 
And mm-hmm. then it doesn't feel, you won't feel connected to yourself. You won't feel connected to life. You right. will be like, you will try to feel your life through somebody else's experience, which it's like, it's like, you know, it's like you're trying to get this invisible line, you know, you're trying to make these connections, but it's like, there's, it's not doing it because, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like, you're not necessarily living for you. You're mm-hmm. living for those expectations and that never works. Yeah. So um, there is, there's something in the spiritual community now. And like, I'm one of those teachers or, or whatever that's, I'm going to teach you to live within yourself wholly and live through that humanity too. Right. Cause we came here to live a human experience. I don't care. Yeah. The only, like you're good. The, uh, the amount of spirituality that you're going to feel is the, also the amount of humanity you're going to feel too. Like it can't be, well, you know, insane. so we're coming into this where spirituality is getting really, really popular. And there's this thing that, <clears throat> I mean, I don't, maybe I was even a little bit guilty of buying into this a little bit too, where if you're just not vibing with somebody or whatever that you can just like cut them off and get, you know, whatever. And, you know, and I understand that, like, if you're in a connection with somebody that's very traumatic and really toxic, of course, that's kind of an action. But I feel like people are almost doing it too quickly these days. Like, we've all just decided that we're no longer giving anybody a chance. And it's all just like, boom, the cancel culture, basically. Um, And but yeah, it's it's it. I I feel like. there's really something to look at with all of that because that's not love obviously that's not coming from a place of love so i was really interested on getting your perspective on on what you thought of the vibration and and when you like because i know that my thoughts are that you know if people the perspectives that other people have in their lives of course are not going to be the same ones that i have so i have no idea what's going on in their life and if yeah. they're treating me a certain way, I'm not going to take that personally. Right. So it just yeah. is very interesting right now to see how new age spirituality is just like, nope, you don't vibe with me. I'm done. <laughs> well, I think that's just the same as people have always treated each other. If you're not Christian, you don't vibe with me. If you're not oh, Buddhist, yeah. you don't vibe with me. You know, like I think that people just like they're not going to the root cause, like the root issue, you know, is it just like, another way to divide us then? Is no, that- I, I, I would say that people are like, I don't even think Christianity and like, I don't even think that the religions are a way to divide us. I think that people just use these without, I'll say the right intention, you mm. know, like people aren't working on getting their heart right and getting the hate out their own heart that, that yeah. was taught. Because I believe that we're all pure, we're all divine from birth, but we learn evil ways, we learn hatred, we learn fear, we learn doubt, we learn worry along the way. And those things are what makes people treat each other like that. But I feel like whenever we're working on getting our own heart right and like loving ourselves, then that's the that's the key part of spirituality. That's the key part of religions. That's the key part of any tool that you want to use to get closer to God. Like I feel like that people aren't using these things to connect with themselves. They're using it to divide, you know. And I think that yeah, that's just well, kind of I think what we've some, been agreeing with. Yeah, and I think that with with anything really that sort of becomes a trend, I guess, or becomes something. Um, that every people, a lot of people get interested in mm-hmm. the, because of the perspectives, things are going to get skewed. And I mean, there, there's just the reality that a lot of people don't learn, you know, how, you know, the proper techniques to, to, to work with, you know, spirituality in, in some ways. Yeah. And I just think that it can become, I, I'm, I'm wanted to get your opinion on it. Cause I feel like it could just become like a really toxic thing. And you're absolutely right that, um, you know, in each religion that there's yep. sort of a, a, um, a running away with the ego. Yeah. Like, I don't think that nothing is inherently evil. I think it's just yeah. how you use it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't think that we need, these. I really like looking at things that way, you know, yeah. just because I've never, I like, I always give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I'm mm-hmm. always going to be like, 
you know, when they say in the courtroom, innocent until proven guilty, like I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt until you prove to me that yeah. I can no longer trust you. I trust you. And, yeah. and I just feel like I, I'm so, there's just so few of me that actually trust people in this world. And I used to be called gullible very much when I was younger mm-hmm. because I would trust people just, you know, automatically. My mom was always like, I think that that's people. a, I think that's a great heart to have. Like, now nah, I'm, I'm the same way with you. It's like, I'm, I'm all about giving people that, you know, that benefit of doubt and like chances, you know, because right. we're not, nobody's perfect. You know, no. it's like, we make mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I always think about like the whole cutting off people like you don't ever have to cut people off like the fruit like this is like nature you know always connect yeah. everything back to nature it's like whenever you see leaves on a on a uh, on a dying plant it starts to just fall away you know you don't have to like some people go out and you know uh snip the you know when they got gardens they go out and snip stuff but it'll it, do it naturally it, it, it tends to do it naturally. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think about that with people. And I think about that, like I'll say in my past relationships, friendships, like I've never had to be like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't F with you no more. We're not going to be friends. It's like, like, I just do me. I love, you know, I work on myself. I, I do the best that I can in my life. And people that's for me, they gravitate around me and people that's not, they disperse, you know, yeah. and, and it's fine either way, you know, because, I'm, I know that I'm living, like, especially now, I know that I'm living within my heart and within my soul. So, like, now I'm like, shoot, if you with me, you with me. If not, then, like, you might see the light later because I'm going to still be doing me. Yeah, yeah. That I And I love that. I mean, because it's just so refreshing to speak to a healthy masculine energy. <laughs> I, you know, I have my partner and uh, he's amazing. And like, when I met him, I was like, there are people like you that exist, <laughs> but I, I like, yeah. I already knew. Cause like, I'd already been following you. And it was funny. Cause I started to recognize what a healthy masculine, you know, a healthy masculine energy looks like. And actually your page was one of them that kind of caught my eye where I was like, Oh, wow. This dude is like not talking with his ego at all. That's or like his, your, your negative ego, your, your yeah. ego. Cause we yeah. all, we all need to have that egoic part of us that is healthy but mm-hmm. um yeah but it's it's so like refreshing to be able to speak to a masculine energy and watch the you know the kind of that balance start to happen because it's like so many feminines were have you know I've been surrounded by this like awakening with all these feminines and I didn't really mm-hmm. recognize that there were any healthy masculines around and of course the more that I healed that vibration you know, yeah. you guys all started showing up in my, you know, energy with that That's vibration. Dope. So yeah, it was, it was a really great awakening for me as well, because like for me, I had a really tough time with men my mm-hmm. whole life. Like it was not, um, something that, uh, yeah, I just was not a fan of, you know, yeah. and I had been married and divorced twice. And so, yeah, I was kind of in this place where, I, you know, didn't even know what a healthy masculine looked like. So, um, and that, oh, no, and I, but I definitely that. understand. I yeah. definitely understand because I, I've had that phase. Like yeah. I, I wasn't always, I wasn't always this person. I had my, uh, my misogynist moments, my toxic moments. Like I've, I've definitely been there and like how I, like, you know, it's like, I guess along this journey, I realized what I was doing to the women that I was dating, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to give up that energy, you know, like, yeah. I don't, you know, so like, yeah. it's things that I had to learn through and grow through. And like, I don't know, it's like, like how men are raised. You can just look at history and, and it's just, it's just been like toxic. And I, you know, I want to oh. be one of the examples for what, and I didn't know what, like, like I, I've had great examples of men in my life, like my dad, like my brother, um, my uncles, but we all have like a, a part of toxicity in there. And so like, I wanted to find like what was, what was really healthy for me, mm-hmm. you know, cause I tried to fit, follow what they were doing and like understand and but I, and like, I, I experienced that. I'm like, ah, this ain't the right way. Like y'all got so yeah. 
yeah, like y'all got some good ways, but like some of the ways it's like, I don't know about that. <laughs> and so like, then I'm like, I have to go through my own experiences to learn myself and go through this. And like, now I feel like I go into, into relationships different now, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, it's truthful, you know, like just going about, you know, who I am and what I, you know, what I am like. And so like, that's how I like to kind of go about it. You know, it's like, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like religion has really like got a stranglehold on what things should look like and government and prescription pills. Like, I feel like a lot of this stuff really like twists people's minds. Yeah, a lot. And it's like stuff shouldn't be the way it is. It's like we should really love people, you know, like instead of like hurting people. It's like we 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 love people, but we hurt them like to to. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm really embracing and help and hopefully helping other people embrace the idea of the the sovereign interdependent relationship. Yeah. Whether it's romantic or whether it's a friendship or whether it's with your parents, um, your children. Like I have two adult boys and then a little boy. So Mm -hmm. um, me having, you know, healthy masculine energy around them having healthy masculine energy around. Like for me, I just love to look at the future and be like, oh, thank God. Like <laughs> there's hope. Yeah. There's hope. There's hope. Nah, um, for real. Like yeah. that dependency, like that depending on somebody else to make you happy right. has really twisted relationships mm-hmm. and directions that is never supposed to go. It's like you said, that interdependency, but having that like, you know, sustaining yourself first. Yeah. You know, and, and then it's not even, and we're not even talking about financial, like sure. Nah. If you need to have that financial stability for your safety, but sustaining yourself first, emotionally, mentally, spiritually yeah. mm-hmm. in that wholeness and that one. So when you do get into your relationships, you're not trying to mold into that person. Yeah. Like you feel yourself with love and then mm-hmm. you can gas somebody else up. I had tweeted that a while back, but it's yeah. like, that's you feel one. yourself, you feel yourself with this energy, you feel yourself with this good vibration, this good energy. And then that energy, you don't necessarily have to do anything to fuel them. Just the kind of the aura just uplifts right. people is what I'm noticing. You well, know, I don't. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I have recognized the interdependent relationship versus codependent that I've had in the past. Oh, I yeah, we want, are, yeah. yeah, I want to be around him all the time. I didn't even like my ex-husbands. I realized that because I didn't really? like being around them. Mm-hmm. I tried to get away from them as much as I possibly could sometimes. Like, yeah. and I know they did the same with me. They didn't like yeah. me, but with exactly. my partner now, like we work together, we're with each other 24 seven. And it, it not, I mean, yes, we get into like little spats every now and then, but that's but what that's we do. Like arguments yeah, or yeah. not arguments, but conversations have to happen, you know, we yeah. gotta get on levels and stuff, but yeah, that's, it's so amazing because you, when you, when you don't, when you're in a codependent relationship, you are actually are pitting each other against each other all the time. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. I, I mean, when I recognized that I was like, this is a crazy world that we live it, in. <laughs> we're insane. Like insane doing the same thing over and over expecting a, a different result is insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, nah, it's like, right. cause it's like when you know and love yourself, you're able to like understand who you are, what you need. And then you can actually genuinely like the person for who they are. Exactly. Because you yeah. see them for who they are instead yeah. of seeing them for who you want them to be and who right. you want to mold them to be and who you want to change them to be. And it's like, right. nah, it's like, let people be like, yeah. and man, you're be. more patient with each other because you're coming at each other from your own places and you're not mm-hmm. trying to, you know, like, Um, I just remember so many times I was always trying to get them to understand where I was coming from. And whenever I find myself trying to do that to my partner now, he's looking at me and he's like, I'm right here. Like, you don't have to push this so hard. And I'm like, okay, fine. But yeah, I mean, he was, and it's really fair to say that he was much more healed when we came together. And so I did a lot of healing with him and like the patience that he had with me has been in I've never had that kind of patience with from anybody in my life so yeah it's yeah, easier to heal are on the rise <laughs> yeah like, no, I, like for real for real. and this is inspiring yeah. me to just you know get out more and do more you know it's like I, I really need it like I'm honestly I know that you have a large female following on Twitter I'm you know I'm aware fully aware because 
these women need that true, that actual love, real love vibration from masculines to understand that it's out there in the world. And maybe that you're not their masculine, but there's hope. And, yeah. you know, and cause you give that off in a really big way, much more than you probably realize. Yeah. Cause I really don't think about it. You know, I just, yeah, I know. you know, I just try to do me heal, you know, that's why I'm trying do. to be yeah. like, see, <laughs> I'm going to like, you know, get that out to you and, and let you know how much of an impact that you really do make. And it also helps, you know, the feminine to heal as well in a big way. Um, you know, because we want to be able to feel that. And a lot of times too, um, a, an unhealed feminine energy can really take offense to a healed masculine energy too, and think that they're coming from a place of ego when they're not at all. But yeah. just because we've, you know, been programmed and conditioned to believe that, you know, certain things are, you know, or, or red flags or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's I, so I feel funny like social like, media is a toxic place too, because like yeah. with what you're saying, uh, like that has infiltrated the minds of the masses, like social media, the mainstream media has embedded these divisive mechanisms within people's mind to where it's like you could have somebody healthy right there in front of your face and then like you see somebody else and then you start to compare and you're like right. oh dang but but you don't know how people feel you know right. like like i was saying earlier you're trying to live your experience through somebody else and you're trying to live your feelings through somebody else's experience and it's like they don't align you yeah. know it's like like that's why like i haven't really been on social media because it's like it's like that's just a crazy place to be yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, you, you, it's like, if you're going to be on there, you have to take time away to like, oh, get your mind right. Absolutely. And I feel like that's the journey that I've been on for like the last like three or four months. Like I have not been active and like, you know, just to kind of like recenter myself because like mm -hmm. I've been like active posting 20 times a day. Like I've been there and like <laughs> you can get ingrained in other people's experiences and it starts to like infiltrate your mind. Mm -hmm. you know it's like Absolutely. that movie inception you know or the matrix it's like they they embed these things and like if you're not really aware of it you'll start to believe it and then you'll oh, start absolutely. to believe it about yourself absolutely. and so like that's why i think like like it's you definitely have to find practices to absolutely. like take a step back with meditation with yoga like those things really help me to stay centered through all of this stuff because i'm in the world in that social media world, but mm -hmm. I feel like I've been really strong-minded to not really let it affect me in ways that can make bring out the bring out the old toxicity oh, or bring yeah. out the old me, you know. Yeah. So you know, it's funny, I have a love-hate relationship with the internet because I, you know, I've had the YouTube channel for about five mm -hmm. years now. And in the beginning, YouTube wasn't so good about keeping the harassment at you know a lower level. And so, and people were bad, like really, yeah. really bad. And I went through in those five years, I went through a lot of physical changes and everybody commented on every single physical change mm -hmm. I went through. And um, so even though it was really painful for me at the same time, it really helped me to learn how to love myself because yeah. these strangers on the internet, they don't know who I am. They watch me for 20 or 30 minutes once a month. And they think that they know my life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it was, <clears throat> it was really eye opening. And then, you know, I have, I, and I, you know, am an astrology person. So I know why I have this affinity to the internet and why I've had to like go through the journey of healing through that as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's just like, I'm so there with you. It's, it's yeah. one of those things where you have to just with everything, you have to be so intentional with it and really discerning and mm -hmm. not get yourself wrapped up. Like people are going to say some things and yeah. none of those things are personal, especially if it's not somebody you don't know, like, yeah, you know, and yeah. So getting really super wrapped up in. Yeah. You know, Cause the end is a powerful place. It's the, like the, like the most connected we've ever been in, like, in history. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, what do people do with this connection? That's really like <laughs> what we kind of need to hone in on, you know, like, like you said, like using that and like using that, this connection to heal through, to connect with people, you know, yeah. like some people use it to, 
talk about celebrity drama. And then when you put yourself out on the internet, you're like a celebrity to people. Oh, right. I guess. Yeah. And so like people just look for stuff to like distract themselves from their own lives, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, yeah, nah, well, take that time. Take Absolutely. that time to sit with yourself. You know, yeah. it's like it's like it's gonna be okay. It's like it, that pain teaches you a lot about yourself. Yeah. And it's like that's why I really like to take a step back because just sitting inside my own stillness, inside my own pain, inside my own, I'm like, okay, I know this. Okay, I get to analyze myself. You know, mm-hmm. like I, 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 I just really be so anti talking about celebrities and talking about other people's lives and what they should do and what they shouldn't do and how people have mental illnesses and like mm-hmm. people do all of these different things. I just yeah. be so anti that and like, nah, let's talk about what, what, what do you feel like you need to work on? Yeah. Like what, 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 you know, like, like let's, let's turn that mirror back around because yeah, it's, it's so easier true. to talk about somebody else. But it's hard to really go inside your own soul and really like get you, get that get that hate out your heart because mm. that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, you know, get, get these bad these uh, toxic learned behaviors out your heart. Get that out your mind. Get that right. out your being. You know, like and there are layers. That, you yeah. know, it's you like onion. that and that's the thing is it's not there's no quick fix, nope. and you have to do certain things. You know, some people are like, well. I don't like meditating or I don't like spending time by myself or I don't like these things or you don't have to be by yourself to heal. Um, And so when people say things like that, you know, or they they're like, you know, I'm not going to do these or I'm not going to do that. And I'll, you know, kind of just say, well, and that's totally that's your choice. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. if you find a way to be able to find yourself and your your inner wisdom and that love that is hiding with inside of you that you got to break down through those walls and you find that without spending time with yourself, that's great. Write a book about it. Let's hear about yeah. it. Cause I would love to hear that. <laughs> because you're yeah. not what you're, what you're actually doing is trying to find the distraction. So you don't have to look at what that pain is. And um, yeah, there's a that's lot facts. of people that, that want to be healed so badly already that they'll just be like, Nope, I'm, I'm good. You know, I don't need to do any more healing. I'm good. And yeah. then they go out and hurt other people without realizing. And it's all subconscious. I'm not saying, you know, there's no, I'm not one of those people that think something's good or bad. I'm very like, you know, this is all about the balance and we have to go through things that are a little bit more difficult sometimes. And it's really your perspective on how difficult it is. So yeah, it's just a, it's a very interesting journey when, when um, people refuse to look at and take accountability yeah, no, that, I mean, I think honestly, that's key. That's key, and like, mm-hmm. I really feel like this journey. People are here to, like, remember the God within, to find God, and like, one of the things that I always say is that people treat people how they believe God treats them. Yes. And if you, and so, if you believe that God is jealous, vindictive, has all of these stipulations for you to get His love or her love or its love. Mm-hmm. then you will treat people the exact same way. But it's like when you reprogram your own mind, and this is what I, this is what I teach about reprogramming your own mind for, uh, for divine attraction and abundance. And so it's like, when you see God in, in a different light, you see yourself in a different light. So when you see God as all love that it wants for you, what you want for you, it wants you to heal. It wants you to have a prosperous and abundant life. Then you start to treat yourself that way. And then you start to treat other people that way. And so, like, I feel like, like how people being taught about God is, is has really affected people. And like, I'm all about getting to the root cause, the solution. Mm-hmm. That's why I talk about solutions. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I name my company J Gems and Solutions because people try to like, oh, I just want to heal. Oh, I, I want to do this. I want to do that. But it's like you're not going to the root cause, the soul. No. Right. And it's like when you connect and like really like mold that and like really get in tune with your soul then you're able to treat yourself better you're able to eat better you're able to think better you're able to treat people better and that's what I'm a big big believer in like if you get your relationship right with God everything else takes care of itself you don't have to you don't have to do any of the things and if you can get your relationship right without meditating without yoga I say just focus your intention on getting right with God yeah, the yeah. God within and the God around you. Yeah, you know, like I think about it as simply as that, like, you know, like just work on getting out that 
then you know though you know I don't want to say work on getting anything out of your heart because like I feel like that's working backwards trying to fight your old yeah habits. I'm not really big on the word work yeah general, like when it comes to the you know doing the the healing you know and yeah and I still haven't like put my finger on what word I want to use but I feel like work it just has like such a negative tendency to like to people they're like well I don't want to do that yeah, but yeah exactly. I, I understand what you're saying like just peel in the layers peel in the layers <laughs> well I'll say one like I'll say one of the things that that kind that helped me is not working you know like I, I was working you know like that's because that's all we know we work work mm-hmm. work yeah, work yeah, yeah and now I want to like love my yes. um love my experience into existence you yeah. know like yeah. I want to give so much love to what I do yes that it automatically just happens, yeah. you know? So like adding in that stuff to yourself, like yeah. um, not fighting the old, but just building on the new, you know? Yeah. Like let the old be the old, but find different practices. Oh my gosh, that's so important because, you know, you know and that's the thing is our past built us, you know? Like you don't want to hang on to it, but it still existed and it was still it, a it made you it made you who you who are you today are. and it's not that person isn't bad that yes. person isn't who right. you, you know who you've been taught to believe about yourself it's like no just just find and create new practices to Absolutely. help you see yourself in a better way yeah you know like i like that's like that's been like key for me because like i was trying to fight the old like i was like man like you know, with religion, like, you know, like trying to like prove every religion wrong, prove the government wrong. Like, well, well, I still like know what I know about the government and different <laughs> facets. Like, no, that's, right, yeah. that's no, they still have their ways, oh, but yeah, like yeah. proving these different things wrong instead of like, okay, what can I do to be better? Yeah. You know, like that was simply what it was for me. And like, all I want to do is fill my, my being, my essence with love, with, good vibrations with you know stuff that I love to do like basketball yoga writing treating people well um like anything that like the the passions that I've gained in like art you know like anything that I feel like brings me love and enjoyment I'm gonna surround myself with that people you know like the right people you know so like yeah well and it's and I've really learned that it's all about getting back to you know playing you know we that's childlike energy yeah just like coming back to being a child again and um remembering that the children are teaching us (laughs) we are only here to guide we are only here to guide the little ones so that they learn how to eat and they learn how to take care of themselves but they're the ones that are really teaching us how to live Oh, and, I say that all yeah. the time. Like, uh, I have a, a four and a six year old nephew, mm-hmm. and like, I literally just observe them. Like, I like I, I talk to them, like, and just have good, like, you know. But like, I literally just watch how they interact with other kids, with adults, with you know, well, adults. We all just kids yeah. roaming right. around this place. Yeah. But like, I just look at how they just bring this energy to life, and it's like you're taught how to be an adult you're taught mm-hmm. how to dial yourself down dial right. yourself it's like and in oh, line. yeah Keep yourself like, still like all of those things yeah it's like you need to have that freedom you know with guidelines and different stuff like that but like that child like creativity that they have like I just look at them and I try to implement everything that they have into my own life you yeah. know I don't try to force my ways on them like they're already getting out enough through their parents, through my grandparents, Absolutely. through aunties and uncles. I'm like, cool. yeah, yeah, through yeah. school, through church. I'm just like, hey, yeah. what y'all here to teach me? Yeah, yeah. And when, when y'all get older, yeah, yeah, we can teach <laughs> each other along the way. And so, like, yeah, yeah. But and nah, kids and are definitely the real so teachers. Important. Absolutely, it's so important to remember that because you know, and I, in my generation, I'm Gen Xer, so in our generation, it was. It was like, you know, um, we really just weren't paid attention to much. And so it wasn't even that we were forced into being like silenced. It just, we just didn't really have direction. There really wasn't. And so it's so, it's so fun to watch my boys growing up with like a different kind of mindset and not having that 
sort of like, I don't really know, you know, and, and, and they, they are using their own minds to make plans yeah. for their future. And they're not, you know, they, neither one of them, you know, one of them tried college a little bit and the other one's in college right now. And he's like, I don't know, mom, I don't really want to do this. And I'm like, dude, that's totally fine. You know, whatever you find for yourself is what is you're supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. And I think it's just so important to stop forcing kids to like be these little mini me's. (laughs) No, I I fully understand because I was on the other side of that, uh, on the other side of that spectrum, like go to school, get a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, do what you're supposed to do. If you don't yeah. do, I go get a whoop. Well, they had their dad saying that to them, and I'm over yeah. here like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And so it's like whenever, and so like now, like within the last well, since 2013, 2014 is when I really started to figure out how to think for myself, how yeah. to be and live for myself. You know, instead of like living for the approval of my parents, of, of my siblings, like I really felt like a lot of my life I did try to fit into the box. And I'm like, nah, like, y'all don't even fit to your own boxes per yeah. se. And yeah. so, like, it's no way I could even try to even try. So it's like, through all of that thinking, I was like, I- I'll put that down. I'm going to just, I'm going to just <laughs> live my own life and yeah. do what I got to do. How did your parents take that? Just out of curiosity. Oh, my dad was like, well, my dad was more like, he helped me along this journey. So like I went to my dad was the first one when uh, I started questioning God and trying to figure out this whole thing. And so my dad gave me different books to read. So the first book he gave me was Gifted Hands. And that was a book by Ben Carson. He was the first uh, doctor to uh, pull, a, pull apart conjoined twins. Oh, wow. And so I'm asking him, how do I find God? And so like, he sends me that book. And like I read it and I'm like, dang, I don't, I don't see God in this. I don't, I don't know. So I keep asking the question. He like, you ain't like, obviously you're not ready. Obviously. Yeah. Cause looking back at it now, that is the, the most beautiful essence of God that you can eat. Like, yeah. you know, and so, but my mom, she, she, you know, she's like, you know, the, you got to do this like this. Yeah. And so like she, but she definitely accepts it. She doesn't try to force anything. And like, she definitely understands it. Um, and we're trying to get them to just to do better and be better. Like, like the stuff that like they taught us was amazing. Like my, my parents like have been doing work in the community for years, like really helping people. Oh, and so cool. like they ingrained a beautiful spirit within me and my siblings. And so they taught us a lot. And so now like throughout our, throughout our experience and my experience, I try to bring back what I've learned through eating healthy, meditation, yoga, you know, treating people better. I'm, I, I try to bring a fresh perspective because I'm the baby. So like, and it's funny, I'll tell you this and you and you and you're, you're, you're super into astrology. My, my mom is a, a, a Libra. My brother's a Libra. And then my sister and my dad are Geminis. And then I come out, <laughs> I come out. This, so now I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. So like, maybe wow. you can tell me more about what that actually means, but like, wow. I always see this, 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 this different I feel uh, like, dichotomy I feel like when us. you have like your family comes together for meals it's like half of your family's acting a fool and the other half's going again like we're doing this and then they get into it like the leaders yeah. have to kind of like watch it for a minute like oh these fools are doing it again and then they like have to get in on it because I love Libra energy Um, my second ex-husband's a Libra energy and it's so but all of those signs are so social like y'all gotta be loud yeah (laughs) yeah oh yeah actually I I could kind of see that we we are pretty loud I mean I had two Geminis too my two older boys are Geminis and they would come home from school and just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and I'm like and, wow, and you guys did a lot. <laughs> and it's funny because I've never been the talker. Like I've always been super introverted. Like I've always been in my own bubble and just kind of like to myself and just kind of wow. thinking on my own thoughts. You know, mm. like I don't, I'm not super out, like I, I, well, I'm more outgoing now through my own healing, through learning and different stuff like that, and That's consciously making myself uh outgoing. Like this is the most that I ever like talk yeah I never like, would have I'm guessed that quiet. you were an introvert at all but people, oh yeah I don't people talk that, I'm all. an introvert too like I don't 
the most that I talk is when I'm doing my job. Oh, also. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm super quiet. Like, I'm more of an observer. And, like, if people ask me something, then I can have a conversation. I'll speak and I'll let my soul, you know, let my soul go now and just go and speak. But I'm always in the background. Like, that's even awesome. now, I, I like to be the one that supports people. Like, I like yeah. to be the one. I, I don't necessarily want to be the face, but I know that with this life that I, that I've, uh, that I have, I have to put myself out here more. Do you, know so what your, like, do you know what your moon sign is? is I'm going to guess it's like an earth sign. Uh, oh, well, okay. depending on which, which astrology you're talking. Oh, wow. So is it an air sign then? Yeah. So, okay. well, so in tropical and sidereal, I'm a, in, in tropical, I'm a cancer moon actually. Oh, so okay. I feel everything. So like, yeah, that's yeah. like, I'm more on the, the absorbing people's emotions yeah, that's where the observe yeah that's where the observing comes from too, yeah in big but inside dare you i'm a gemini moon oh wow cool yeah so i mean yeah i was wondering it was it's very interesting for you to say that because i've never known a sagittarius to be kind of the anchor of the family and that almost sounds like what you sort of are sometimes because you yeah. can witness your emotions and witness everybody else's emotions too you know it's it's and that really anchors a family down in a really big way um a lot yeah. i mean you i mean i don't know that you probably even recognize that you can control the energy sometimes <laughs> when yeah. things are getting a little out of hand actually i, I <laughs> i've got more in tune with that now like i didn't gotten more like in tune with my energy and that mm-hmm. fire sign like i'm super passionate like oh yeah when it comes to it like I, I, I always thought that like I was like I always thought that I was a nonchalant I always thought like nothing bothers me like mm-hmm. I'm very stoic on the outside but mm-hmm. like on the inside like I'm like, <laughs> like super very emotional. Like, yeah, super, yeah yeah have you done your it's, human design I have yeah, yeah. recently are you yeah. a non-emotional or you're an emotional though right no nah, I'm a projector well, but your um the the way that you feel things, like the way that your emotions come out, there's like an emotional or a non-emotional. And um I'm just uh, I might not have seen one. that part. Yeah. I might not have seen that part, but I definitely I bet come you're probably, off emotion. Yeah, no, I, come I don't off know because super like, emotional. Well, non-emotionals feel it's not that they're not emotional, it's that they feel everybody else's emotion so much that sometimes they think it's theirs and it's like heightened. Uh, so yeah, they feel yeah. other people's emotions. So if somebody's feeling sad at a two, you're going to feel it at a six. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. So I'm wondering if that's the case with you. I would, I would not be surprised if you were. Um, emotional. I'm definitely like that. And I have to have those conversations with myself all the mm-hmm. time. Is because this my energy or is this somebody else's for sure? Well, it's like, I, I know that it's not mine, but I can still absorb it and still, I still feel it. And it's like, mm, regardless of like, if I know it's mine or not, like, I know it's not mine. Cause I know that I don't give that energy off. Like I know yeah. that it's not that, yeah. especially with the work I've been doing, you know, like mm. still healing through a lot of it, but like, I'm like, nah, this is not me. Like I, I know that, but it's like, yeah. regardless, because I think it's cause the connection is so close and I, I just feel it. Like if somebody's hurt and I feel it, Absolutely. like I can see somebody like, get a cut and like my I'll feel like this this numbness and I mean this like this vibration in my oh life. yeah uh, like yeah. I feel like other people's emotions I'm like man like I didn't even like I didn't even like you know like <laughs> like I said like I like till this day if I like watch a basketball game and see somebody spring at oh. ankle my whole body like cringe like yeah like I can't even watch I fast forward I turn my head away yeah me too (laughs) and I'm like I'm like dog like I really be feeling other like and and like being on Twitter like I feel like a lot of emotions like the state of the world like when you talk about it like I really like feel a lot of this stuff going on so like Mm -hmm. that's what brings a lot of the clarity for like my books and about the stuff that I write because I feel what, like, I, at least I do my best to empathize and feel what other people are feeling. And then I'm able to express it in ways through my own healing. Yeah. And And it's so so important that you're empathizing and you're not taking it on as your own. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that there was probably a time where you did. No facts. Like hard habits to break. Oh, yeah. Still. And it's like, I'm like, that's why I meditate, do Mm -hmm. yoga. 
drink mm. my smoothies. I like put, <laughs> I create great habits for myself. So at this point, I know, I, you know, I know what I'm doing is helping me to be a better person. And like yeah. when I feel other people's doubts, fears, insecurities, all these different things, I'm like, I've never been that person. I've always known I can do everything. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. like I went and just got an engineering degree. You know, I could just look at like even from not being good at basketball to like practicing and becoming like and started like being better than people mm-hmm. and like, you know, being able to write books, to create socks. Like, yeah. you oh, know, yes, like, the fire, the fire, fire socks. Ass socks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I got my shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's just so much. And I mean, I'm sure that we could probably talk for like a whole other hour. So I'm going to have to have you on the show again sometime. Oh, yeah, and I really sure. appreciate you being here. Um, and so we have your, how many eBooks you have two now? No, I have, uh, so what I have published, I have three eBooks. I even have an eBook on cryptocurrency as well for people who want to get into that realm as well. Nice. I'm a cryptocurrency enthused expert um it's all uh, in my link in my bio so i have uh, three ebooks and i created a soul engineering secrets course so where we really break down and go through section by section how to reprogram your heart and mind for divine attraction and abundance so got that as well and working on some other stuff i got some stuff in the works like i really been creating and like that's taken away from like me posting, but yeah. the stuff I'm working on is beautiful and I can't no, wait to that's share. That's great too. And, and I love that when people can allow themselves to pull away and like get into their flow, because mm-hmm. we all know that nothing's going anywhere, yeah. you know, whatever it is it's that nope. you're supposed to be doing, that's what you're supposed to be doing period. So yeah. thank you Jade Everett so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And um, I'm going to put all of your information in the description box too of this. And, um, yeah, we'll see you on Twitter and all the socials when you're showing uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. I appreciate it, Bessie. Let's unleash the guy with me. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jade. Have no a good problem. evening. Appreciate- all right. Thank you, too. Bye. Bye.